Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 23 of Walk On Radio Humphreys. You're no longer over the phone. I can see you. I can feel you. I can touch you. Humph, welcome back. Happy New Year. Tell me what's going on. Man, it's better in person. I won't lie, but I'm glad we made it work. People needed football because, you know, it's that time of year. It's when it's when the games matter, and boy, do they matter this weekend. We've got the NFL playoffs as, as well as the college football national championship Monday night. Yeah, we had big games. We couldn't miss it now, Humphreys. Of course, it's the new year, 2021. Everybody has their New Year's resolution. So, Humphreys, tell me, what is your New Year's resolution? Man, non-football related, I would say uh, I want to eat better. Everybody can eat better. Uh, I want to read more. I just started a book uh, by my boy, Matthew McConaughey. It's called Green Lights. It's pretty good. You might... uh, might learn a thing or two from it, but uh, as far as football goes, you know, I, w- I would say I want to I want to enjoy the suck, Dalton. I want to, you know, the hard parts of being a college athlete, the lifts, the meetings, the practices. I want to I want to enjoy that more. Uh, sometimes I feel like I might take that for granted. Uh, in this season, this this odd spring season that we have, I'm I'm going to really enjoy it. I'm excited. I'm ecstatic. As a matter of fact, I, I really feel good about what we've got and, and where we're headed. Uh, and, and along with that, I just want to be a great teammate. I want to do my part, you know, whatever, whatever role that may be, uh, you know, I'm going to give it my all because that's, that's what a good teammate does. And, uh, and I'm pretty pumped about it, Dalton. What are you, uh, what are you thinking for this new year? Man, I was kind of the same terms as you. We talked about it, how we both wanted to eat better. I wanted to give up soda. You know, Dr. Pepper is one of the best in Texas, and I do enjoy Dr. Pepper. I'm trying to give that up. And football-wise, kind of the same as you. You kind of hit all the the big points. Embracing the suck, that's really important. We're getting the training camp. We're about to start our spring season, so it's going to be tough. The schedule is going to be grueling. We're going to be doing training camp and school at the same time. It's going to be really difficult, but we're going to enjoy it. Uh, I want to lift better. I need to – I'm a little bit on the slower side. Uh, yeah, I'm a fullback, like to represent – but I got to be a little bit faster and uh, just be a good teammate, too. Uh, I'm getting more of a significant role this year on special teams and in my tight end position. So I want to be a good teammate, be out be out for everyone and uh, help, you know, my boy Isaac out as a tight end. Uh, just be a good teammate and have fun. So, Humphreys, uh, let's get into the news. The big news. We just heard it. We're two hours after it. The Heisman Trophy has just been announced. Humph, talk to me about it. We knew it was coming. Devontae Smith wins the Heisman. What's your initial reaction to this? Well, I'm not surprised. Uh, first off, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy that they, you know, they did the right thing. I think that the the correct candidate won. He had an absolute incredible year. I mean, video game type numbers. And and along with that, what a career. I, I didn't realize until tonight that he was the receiver that caught the touchdown in overtime uh, from Tua against Georgia in the national championship his freshman year. I, I didn't realize that that was him. So freshman year, he catches a game-winning touchdown in the national championship. Uh, and senior year, he just wins the Heisman and is playing for another national championship coming up in a couple nights. Yeah, the national championship is going to be a great game. Devontae Smith, what a great receiver, the Slim Reaper. Now, second, third, and fourth, it went Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Kyle Trask. How do you feel about that kind of order? I know Kyle Trask, a lot of people were saying he could be second, could win the Heisman, but with those three losses, it, it was a big blow. Trevor Lawrence missing a couple games. He still ends up second in the Heisman race. Does that is that correct for you? Third, fourth, or second, third, and fourth, or would you have changed it up a little bit? I think it's fine. Um, you know, it, it doesn't have much relevance in my mind. Uh, you know, it's 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 flattering for those guys to to be second, third, or fourth, but 
you know, Kyle Trask, he had the stats. Uh, Mac Jones had the efficiency. And Trevor Lawrence had the career. You know, you could you could argue and say that, that you know, maybe he was second because of the unbelievable career that he had. I said the other night, Dalton, uh, I was talking to my dad, but if Trevor Lawrence wins that semifinal game against Ohio State the other night and then this coming Monday wins the national championship, he is he is in the conversation for the greatest college football quarterback of all time. Uh, and I think that's what type of career he had. You know, he I think he's 38-2 and two as a starter. That's unbelievable. And I think it's going to translate to the next level. So Trevor Lawrence obviously deserving of that second spot and just truly a special talent. Yeah, it is quite a shame that he didn't win a Heisman in his career, but he was always facing some really good competition. I was going to ask you, with Trevor Lawrence not winning, always being the runner-up, does him not having a Heisman trophy affect his legacy moving forward? You know, okay, yeah. Uh, it's hard to say that he's the greatest ever because he didn't win a Heisman, but I can think of I can think of other guys that didn't win the Heisman that are still in that conversation. And, you know, the first one that always comes to mind when I say that is Vince Young. Um, I wouldn't call it a blemish on Vince Young's career. I would call it a, you know, just something he he, he missed out on. If if he plays in any other year, he obviously wins the Heisman. Reggie Bush had an unbelievable year that season, just like Devontae Smith had a great year this year, and and guys before before this year that that beat out Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and he has a national championship under his belt. He's been competing in the championship in the Final Four every year. He's going to be a great quarterback. He's going to go to the drafts one or two. He's going to be either a Jaguar or one. a Jet. There is, I was going to ask there you is this. No, there is no or a Jet. It's the the pick is in. <laughs> Whatever, how many ever months we're out, the Jacksonville Jaguars have selected Trevor Lawrence. So even after Justin Fields' performance, which we're going to talk about, that does not affect, in your opinion, how this draft is going to go. Well, it it might affect how the draft's going to go after the first pick. Uh, I I thought that maybe there was a chance, uh, you know, the Jets didn't take Justin Fields. You know, maybe they... Maybe they go with Sam Darnold. Maybe they draft something else at number two. Maybe they pick Zach Wilson. You know, we talk about him a lot and where we think he might be drafted. But I think after the other night, Justin Fields definitely proved that he is the perennial number two pick. He's going to be making a lot of money. He had such a great college career. What a way to go out in in a banger of a game. We're going to talk about it. But before we talk about the college scores and New Year's Six Bowls, we have some news, some some UT news. We saw, we heard about it, University of Texas. So, Hump, talk to me about what happened, what went down this past week, and what's your reaction to it? Well, one morning I woke up uh, and had a a notification on my phone that uh, the University of Texas had fired Tom Herman. And I was like, wow, I, I mean, I didn't expect that at all. Because, you know, a couple weeks ago, they kind of hinted at that they're going to keep him around after all. And, and turns out they end up parting ways. And so they didn't spend didn't spend much time looking for a guy. I guess, you know, they, they had some under-the-radar under the interviews with, with people, and they ended up going with Steve Sarkazian, uh, you know, Sark the Shark. Um, he's the Alabama offensive coordinator, kind of the uh, offensive-minded uh, guru, uh, you know, he's been in a couple places, was a head coach at USC, um, but he's getting ready to play uh, in a national championship, coach national championship, actually, but uh, he's actually, he's going to finish that, they are going to let him coach in that one before he heads off to Austin, Texas, and, you know, I saw him tweet the other day that it's time to roll up the sleeves and get to work, and so he's got, he's got a, he's got a tall task at Texas, um, obviously they've been disappointing of lately, you know, 
But they, they have promised, Dalton. And they, they dominated a bowl game just like it seems every year uh, that they do and you know kind of get people's hopes up going into the next year just to be disappointed. And I hope that that is not the case in 2021. Yeah, five years coaching as a head coach. He was uh, Washington and USC. But his record doesn't look okay. It, it's uh, barely a positive. He, he's, he's a lot of controversy behind this pick. Personally, for you as a fan, do you like him being the head coach at University of Texas? Yeah, I like it. Um, you know, I'm an offensive-minded guy myself, uh, and so bringing in a offensive guru guy like him, I don't, I don't, wouldn't ever think is a bad thing. And so, you know, it was probably just one of those deals where I think Herman did a good job. He just, he just didn't live up to the Texas standards, and, and it was, it was time to, time to go another direction. And for Tom Herman, and we don't know where he's going to go. There hasn't been any rumors, nothing flying around, but. In your opinion, where is he going to end up? Is he going to stay in the Big 12? Is he going to drop down? Does this Will this blemish his his career? He was at U of H, had a great career. UT didn't get the Big 12 championship. Will he stay up, or do you think he'll drop down a little bit for his new coaching job if he gets a new coaching job? Well, I definitely think he's got a home somewhere. Um, I, don't, I don't exactly know what positions are open. I would have to look. But if I had to guess, you know, he's going to be an upper-level Power 5 guy. Or no, excuse me. Upper level group of five, lower level power five. Um, and he's obviously a talented coach. He's a great recruiter. Uh, I saw where he averaged four, 4.5 in recruiting rankings at Texas. That's impressive. I mean, that's, a, that's an incredible track record. But the, but the blemish on that, me saying that his average finish is 4.5, is what's our average finish in, in the rankings? You know what I mean? And, and so those have got, those got to go hand in hand or even – you know, finish higher than than your recruiting ranking. That that shows that you've developed talent uh, in a positive way. I saw where you know he's he's four and zero in bowls. That's great. That's big time. Um, but the negative is he has like the most uh, non top twenty five losses in the nation in those four years, and that's that's simply unacceptable at the University of Texas. But uh, you know, I, I wish him the best. I think he'll find a home. Um, and I'm sure he'll do great. Yeah, and the the big thing about UT and Tom Herman is they have high expectations, and the zero Big 12 championships is big, and that, that's probably what got done. That's probably what got him fired, and, and you know, Steve Sarkeesian is going to have a great team. You were right. We've been talking about it for a while. Sam Ellinger declares for the draft in a great video saying goodbye to UT. He's going cool to find a home in the NFL. They have a new team, new quarterback, and I know you saw the end of the Texas game. I think they got a great future ahead of them. They have a really strong team. and With an offensive mind like that, they're going to be great. They're going to do just fine, and maybe for once Texas might just be back. We'll have to see next year. But let's roll into some scores, the New Year's Six Bowls. First one we're going to talk about is the Peach Bowl. And man, Humph, I know this one hurt real bad. Georgia, Cincinnati. Georgia with the comeback game, 24-21, to they get the win. Talk to me about this game, and man, how heartbreaking was to see your Cincinnati Bearcats lose in a tough one. Man, awesome game, and, and props to Cincinnati for an incredible Cinderella season. You know, they, I hope that that helps their program tremendously uh, going forward, but they kind of just let one get, get away from them. You know, they dominated most of the game, in my opinion, uh, but props to, props to the Bulldogs, the big bad SEC for – for winning late, what a what a kick to win the game when they lined up for a fifty seven yarder. I, I was I was thinking to myself, no way. I mean, literally no way. But obviously, that kid is incredible. Uh, you know, they do have a good history of kickers. If you remember correctly, 
Their kicker last year was Rodrigo Blankenship, mm, a.k.a. Goggles. goggles. Yes. Uh, dominating in the NFL right now for the Indianapolis Colts. So, you know, good kicking history for the Georgia Bulldogs. But, yeah, unbelievable win. Now, let me ask you this, Dalton. Did you enjoy watching that game? I did very much enjoy watching that game. Now, would you have enjoyed that more if it meant a little something? If it if it if it had playoff and national championship implications behind it? Definitely, because both both teams had a good story. Cincinnati, this team that nobody thought about, goes undefeated, makes this run, and the whole game they're winning. We're talking about oh, how are they going to do moving forward into this playoff bracket. Georgia, a team that struggled in the beginning, finally found their quarterback, found what they needed, and finding dominance again. Both teams had a good story, and what a great game, and what a game to move on into the next level. It would have been really fun. Well, and, and another thing I want to bring up, and I actually I didn't think about this until a couple days ago, and it's it's real, you know, it's controversial. Uh, I, see it, I see it talked about on social media a lot, but Players opting out of bowl games. I hate it. I, you, you know me. You know I'm a I'm a team first guy, and and I just man I cannot imagine going out that way, not playing my last game uh, at the university that I love. And and what I want to say to that is, if you made an eight team playoff, those guys aren't opting out. You know, you 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 had all the Florida. Florida guys opt out and they get they get smoked by OU. You've got some starters from North Carolina opt out. They're not able to finish it off against A and M. And I know there's other examples around the nation, but they're not opting out of a playoff game. They're not opting out of the opportunity to go to a national championship. So that's just another reason of why it's time to do that. Uh, I like to think of things as you know pros and cons, and I I have a hard time finding cons in expanding the playoffs. Yeah, and you said it best a couple of episodes ago. You know, at the end of the day, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, one of those or three of the, two of those guys are going to be in the national championship. Alabama's probably going to win no matter what. But what if? What if an upset happens? Everyone wants to see it. It'd be really fun to watch. And there's always controversy about that fifth person not getting in. Well, if there's eight people, it doesn't matter. Everyone gets in. Everyone gets a chance. You get the chance to prove yourself. And if at the end of the day, if it's Alabama, Ohio State anyways – Okay, so what? We still get a good national championship game, but we got to enjoy a bowl season, a, a March Madness, a bracket. It, it'd be really fun, and it'd be really cool, and NCAA should give it a chance. We're going to keep preaching it. Maybe one day it'll happen. We get to experience it. Uh, moving on, the next bowl game, we have the Fiesta Bowl, Oregon, and oh, Iowa State. Iowa State gets the win. They finally get their New Year's Six Bowl win in a great game. Iowa State, they look strong, making a big push for next year and that Big 12 championship. They want to win it. Oh, you got the win this year, and they stole that Big 12 championship. And in the Orange Bowl, AM versus UNC. This is the game we were talking about, we wanted to see. AM had to prove themselves. UNC wanted to shut everybody up. Humphreys, talk to me about the Orange Bowl. First off, I was disappointed. Uh, I, you know, as you guys know, I hate AM. I hate them with a burning passion. I hate their fans. They're the worst. Uh, but I give credit where credit's due. And at Texas AM, you know, congrats on a great season. Uh, your guys, you know, you guys' resume definitely was good enough to uh, be worthy of being in the playoffs. And no, that's not me saying you should have been in the playoffs because I don't know that. I'm just saying that you, your resume was good enough. To, to be in the playoffs, uh, but huge win at the Orange Bowl. You know, that's a huge bowl. I, I, I have really high regards for Mac Brown and, and North Carolina and what they're doing, and they're, they're on the way up. Um, you know, like I said, they had some starters missing, but that's no excuse. That, that, that doesn't take away from Texas A&M, so big win there, uh, but 
I still have really high hopes in 2021 for the Tar Heels. Now, the question for you with the Fighting Aggies, and it hasn't been announced yet. We don't know what he's doing, and that's Kellen Mond. Hasn't made his decision yet. If Is he going to use his COVID-19 year and stay another year? Is he going to go to the draft? So I kept asking you about Sam Ellinger. You got it right the first time. We're going to try it again. What do you think is going to happen with Kellen Mond? Is he staying and he's going to try to make another run, or is he going to the draft? You know, I, I I think that it's similar to Sam Ellinger. I think it's the same type situation. You know, could they use another year to to possibly boost their draft stock? Yes, absolutely. Um, but man, they they've kind of run their course. Their their time at the university uh, is up, and I think you know change is not necessarily a bad thing. And I think Texas needs it, and I think Texas A and M needs it. You know, maybe it's time that we give Haynes King a shot. Uh, he's a he's a Longview Lobo up from around me, the nine hundred three, and I think he's the future of the Aggies. Uh, so I'm excited to see that. But incredible career, Kellen Mond, and, and I think. Think that he will be on an NFL team this next year. And finally, for A and M, what do you think is going to happen next year in in the new season? Are they going to make this similar type of run, or was this a one hit wonder because of COVID nineteen? And this A and M team is not going to be as good as they were. Yeah, I don't know, Dalton. I, I you know they they've been consistent of lately. You know, kind of kind of consistently getting better each year, but they're just I don't know. They're they're not going to be as good. As, as the best team in the SEC ever, I don't think. I don't think they can be a peak Alabama, be a peak LSU, a peak Florida, peak Georgia. I just think that they're they're going to play second fiddle and and kind of be the little brother of the big dogs in the SEC for, for years to come. Well, we're only going to have to find out. The season's coming in, in a year. We're going to be excited to watch. North Carolina, they're also making a big push. Sam Howell, he's already in the Heisman watch for next year. Another name in the Heisman watch is Spencer Rattler. Mm -hmm. He's the number one right Mm -hmm. now. What's your reaction to Spencer Rattler being your number one? And if you had to think, make a prediction, a hot take, who would win the Heisman next year? Way, way, way too early Heisman pick. Who would you take right now? That's tough. DJ Ungalele, son. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to say his name. You want a hot take? Hot take. You want a hot take? I'm ready for this. Bijan Robinson. Wow. Hook them horns, Hook baby. Horns. If you've paid attention to Texas of recently, that cat is special. I don't know why the Longhorns didn't use him more this year, but wow. That, that I mean, in the bowl game, he looked like Barry Sanders and, and Derrick Henry combined. I mean, the dude is unbelievable. Um, if I had to pick a quarterback, a couple names come to mind. Derrick King. Can he win the Heisman? Can he can he win the Heisman? Sam Howell. I I love me some Sam Howell. I'm definitely not saying Spencer Rattler. I mean he's up there. DJ Ungalele, seriously. He he's he he showed a lot of he showed a lot of promise to me in the Notre Dame game, but uh yeah, Spencer Rattler's getting votes. Basically, I should get votes. Um you know, we talked about that a couple months ago, but I don't know. What do you think? Man, there's a lot of names out there. We love Sam Howell. I love De'Aaron King. Bijan Robinson's a great pick. He he's been a stud. But are we talking Ricky Williams type numbers with this man? Do you think he can match that? I don't know. I mean, that would be great. A lot of high um, expectations. That was the last last Texas Longhorn Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, but that that would be huge. Texas is Texas is is uh, is needing the dominant running back. I think, and I, he might be able to do it. Yeah, there's a lot of names out there. Alabama's they're going to find their next guy. Bryce Young. He he's a stud. He was a freshman. He's going to come in probably be the guy. Ohio State. They're always going to bring a next guy up. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, is Ohio State running back? Will he play next year? Sermon? He might, but oh he might win the draft. Oh, my goodness. He's he might win the Heisman. That cat is unbelievable. But as the favorites say, I like picking the favorites. Spencer Rattler. Ugh. 
Might do it. I would never. Might prove Humphreys wrong again and continue making his run. What a comeback he had and Oklahoma had. Let's move on to the two big bowls. Final four. The first one we're going to talk about is the Rose Bowl. Everybody knew this one was coming. Alabama wins 31-14. Talk to me about this, and I'm going to say it for the last time in college football. Was this a good good Alabama game or a bad Notre Dame game? It was a great Alabama game, and let me tell you, Dalton, their offense is is great. I mean, to say the least, they are unbelievable. I don't think they can be stopped. Um, you know, Notre Dame had no business being on the same field as them. Great year, Notre Dame. You know, hope you had fun in the ACC. But yeah, your your New Year's Six resume is is not the best. I believe that they've never won. Um, Ooh, man, it was it was a rough one. The, they they scored late to make it a little closer, but uh, definitely not pretty. Devontae Smith had his way with them. Yeah, they were throwing around, having a great game. Now let me ask you this: You do not think Notre Dame is going to stay in the ACC? You think that was a one and done deal? That's over. Yeah, there, there's too much money involved with them being an independent. I know that the deal, the TV deal that they have with NBC, uh, you know, their football program specifically is is really a high number. So I just I don't know that the appeal uh, would be there to move to the ACC. Even though I I would like that personally, I think that that, that bodes bodes well for them. Um, but I, I don't see it happening. Yeah, it gives a chance to the team to compete for conference championships, and it makes AC, ACC a lot more competitive. It would be a good idea. Unfortunately, you're right. That TV deal, that's everything. They need to make money somehow, and that's the way to do it. But after this game, after this Rose Bowl game, this Alabama domination – a lot of people were angry. They they said A and M. They should have. They should have been them. That should have been them. At the end of the day, watching that game, do you think Notre Dame deserved to be in that spot? Uh, you know whether whether it happened in the game or not. I think they deserve to be in. You know it. It's not. You don't make the playoffs and then wait and see how the game goes. You you know you base it on what you've done and then you go to the playoffs. Uh, and so. I, you know, I, it would have happened to A and M. It already did happen to A and M. So I don't. I think that I've been saying it. I tweeted about it, but A&M channeled all their anger. Well, first off, they channeled all their anger at Ohio State, and then that where'd that go? Because at first <laughs> it was about the Buckeyes, and I hadn't seen any of that in a while. But then, you know, they're mad at Notre Dame. But I think they should just be mad at the 14 playoff. I don't – I mean, neither of them had a chance against Alabama, let's be honest. And so, whatever. I mean, it's water under the bridge at this point. Notre Dame got smacked. It is what it is. A&M got smacked earlier in the year. It would have happened if they played that night. Alabama is that good. Alabama going to the national championship with a with a Heisman Which winner. Which my pick, by the way. Very preseason, true. my pick. And once again, you didn't have him in the Final Four. I'll say it again. I didn't even pick him. I said <laughs> Mac Jones is a bust. Heisman finalist. Heisman winner. Fifth place in the Heisman running. Great defense. Great offense. Alabama will be in the national championship against... And we're going to talk about the Sugar Bowl right now and the surprise oh, of the nation. Ohio State had a lot of juice on their hands. They, I know you saw in the, in the little video package, they put the score from last year in the weight room, That's in their awesome. locker room. I love that. They all had some juice ready to go. Justin Fields almost dies on the field, tries to run over a linebacker with a neck pad. <laughs> Don't ever do that. Broke every rib in his body, was in pain, comes back and has a momentous game. Throws a lot of touchdowns. Offenses everywhere. Trey Sermon's running the ball. Talk to me about the Sugar Bowl and what happened to the Clemson Tigers. Well, I, I was disappointed because I've become a Clemson Tiger fan 
because of Alabama. I don't like Alabama, and they've played so often at the end of the season in big games. It has inherently made me a Clemson Tiger fan, bandwagon, of course, but I love Trevor Lawrence. Travis Etienne, I think, is is one of the funnest players to watch in football, and I love Dabo Sweeney. So I, I hated watching and seeing this outcome, but props to you, Ohio State. If anyone had any any doubts that you should be in the playoffs, you know, six games, three games, 12 games, I don't care. You beat Clemson, who is one of the best teams in the nation. You could have made a case that they were the best. You could have with Trevor Lawrence. But, man, the Buckeyes, what a night. Justin Fields, prop to, props to a young man. Trey Sermon, absolutely unbelievable. Uh, what's the receiver's name? Alave? Mm-hmm. That dude is, man, wow. He's going to be special at the next level. I actually saw a mock draft where your Green Bay Packers were taking him. Oh, so, I mean, we need we That's need, not bad. That's not bad. That. He looked pretty pretty outstanding. Uh, to answer your question that you're going to ask next on the uh, good Ohio State mm-hmm. game, bad Clemson game, it seems like this is always my answer, but great Ohio State game. Let me, I'll change my answer a little bit. Horrendous defensive game of Clemson. Oh, Offense was fine. They moved the ball, scored a lot of points, but man, their defense had no shot against Ohio State that night. And you know, they lose their linebacker for targeting. Uh, and the week before, they lose their starting safety for the first half for the same thing, targeting in the Notre Dame game. So say what you want about the targeting. He lowered his head, not proper form of tackling. He even tweeted about it. So, uh, you know, respect to him, but. It, it 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 turned out being a pretty big loss for for Clemson. Yeah, number forty seven. He's got a, he's got a long last name. Gets that targeting targeting call. He was the quarterback of their defense, and you could tell the second he left the game, things started going wrong. The yep. backup was struggling to yep. make the calls, and the and he that guy saw the formations he was calling out. But also Ohio State's defensive line. Their defensive line was dominating Clemson's offensive line. Trevor Lawrence was getting smacked around everywhere. It was a rough game for Clemson. But that's okay. Trevor Lawrence is leaving. He's going to be a Jaguar. The Clemson Tigers are going to be fine. But we go into our, our pick our last college football pick until we move on to the FCS. And that is the national championship game. We have number one Alabama versus number three Ohio State. Ohio State shocks the nation, beats Clemson dominantly. Justin Fields had themselves a game. And Alabama, they've been beating everybody all year long. So, Humph, here it is, the national championship. A little bit different. We both picked Alabama-Clemson. Ohio State surprised everybody. So here it is, Humph. Who is your pick for the national championship? Well, Don, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm sure that you and I will watch it together on Monday, probably with a couple other guys. Um, National championship, it's the biggest stage in college football. There's no doubt. Um, But, man, the fighting Derrick Henrys. The fighting Julio Jones, mm. the fighting Jerry Judy's, mm. Amari Cooper, Eddie the list Lacey. goes on. Eddie Lacy, Kenyon Drake, oh. Alvin Kamara at one time, if you know, if you remember correctly. Really? Yeah. Jalen Hurts, Tua, AJ McCarron. The list goes on. They're gonna win the national championship. You know, capping off one of the greatest offensive outbreak years in the history of college football. I mean, simply incredible. Three of the top five Heisman Trophy vote-getters play on Alabama's offense. They're all going to go play in the next level, possibly all first-rounders. I mean, it's just it's no surprise at this point. Alabama should come into every single season as as one of the top two or three national championship favorites, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. But Ohio State, you know, they have have the uh, been there, done that factor. They've got big games, 
big wins under their belt. They won the first college football playoff national championship with Ezekiel Elliott and Michael Thomas. Uh, but it's not going to happen this year. Alabama's offense is too much, uh, and I just I don't know that Justin Fields is going to be able to outscore a, a video game offense that the Crimson Tide has. Yeah, I was just about to ask you, Humph, what do you think is the total points scored between both teams? Because Alabama's defense is good, but it's not as good as their offense. And Justin Fields, we just saw them throw it around against Clemson. What do you think the total amount of points are going to be scored? A lot, uh, to say the least. But uh, So I just looked it up, and the over-under, the, the Vegas betting over-under is 76 points mm. uh, total for the game. And, and I would not... I would not hesitate to say that they could they could score more than that. I mean, I could see a you know a forty eight to thirty type game, uh, you know forty eight thirty five forty nine forty whatever something like that. A lot of freaking points in this one. Uh, both good defenses, but both really really talented offenses. Yeah, it might come down to one stop that will change the whole game. I'm going Alabama as well. That offense is crazy. They had three people in the Heisman running. That's just insane. But don't count Ohio State out. They got a lot of juice. They got a lot of purpose. They got a lot of meaning this year. People didn't want them in there. So they weren't good enough, didn't play enough games. They shouldn't be there. So they got a lot of reason to win this game. But give me Alabama. That offense is way too good. And I feel guilty for doubting them in the beginning. That's on me. Yeah, me too. I mean, uh, I'm talking about Ohio State, but they got a shot. I really yeah. think that. because, And the reason I say that is because I had Clemson beating them. And I think I'd have picked Clemson against Bama. Really? I really do. No, I, I really do. And so, obviously, Ohio State is legit. So, if you're riding this one off as an automatic Alabama win, you are mistaken because the Buckeyes will come to play on Monday night. I think one of the big things that Ohio State has to do is that defensive line. Now, Alabama lost their All-American center, their captain, big part of that offensive That's line. If Ohio State's defensive line can do what they did to Trevor Lawrence, to Mac Jones, it could be a whole different ballgame. But... Don't know. We're going to have to see. It's going to be a great game, an exciting game, but I'm going with the Alabama Crimson Tide. Now, normally, we have our little fantasy football time, but we already have our Super Bowl champion right over here. You got your ring. It looks really good. Getting ready for next year. So let's roll into the NFL. And first things first, let's talk MVP. Now, I know that that, that is locked. It's my boy Aaron Rodgers, but oh, I want to make locked. sure you know. No, it's locked. So NFL MVP, who is winning that award? It's over. Uh, I mean, it was over uh, It was over in the first half of, of Week 17. Aaron Rodgers has just had – is it the best year of his career? Would you say Second. that? His, his, his first MVP win in 2011, he almost did, What year did they win the Super Bowl? 2010. So the year before, so he won the Super Bowl, and then the next season he won. Mm-hmm. That, that was a year where it was either him or JJ Watt. JJ Watt has that crazy year. They give it to Aaron Rodgers, anyways. And this year he almost beat that. He almost had the same QBR, almost had the same amount of touchdowns. But I think that year was better, but barely. So let me ask you this: If he wins the MVP this year, and they win the Super Bowl, it's the best year ever, right, for him? Yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, I would think, I would think that the Super Bowl is the icing on the cake for that one. And I feel like this definitely will mean a lot more to him because the whole story of he's washed, he's not the same as he used to be. Jordan loves coming in, he's done, he's not going to be with the Packers very much longer. So I think this one's going to be really important because of the year he had, and you know, making Devontae Adams the number one receiver, making that offense great, making Matt Lafleur a legit coach. I think this one's going to mean a little bit more. I agree with that, and you know he's not—he's not in his physical prime. I mean, he's how old is he now? Thirty-five. Uh, a little bit high. I think thirty-six, thirty-seven. Okay, he's well, up yeah. There. So obviously not in his physical prime. So just 
man, hats off to him. Uh, obviously, I, I followed him pretty close this season, being my fantasy football quarterback, and he just, man, week in, week out, he is a touchdown machine. Now, let me ask you this. and it, We're in Houston. We got a lot of Texans fans, and some people have been telling, telling me, and I kind of believe it. Do you think that if the Texans had a winning record, Deshaun Watson could have won the MVP this year? I mean, his stats say that, but I feel like his stats are so high because they were so bad. They played from behind so much that they had to throw the ball around. Uh, but that that's no knock on that. I mean, obviously, it's he still made it happen. But, you know, uh, if if and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. And, and the fact of the matter is that the Texans went 4-11. and So it doesn't really matter what Deshaun Watson did as far as that goes. There's never going to be a 4-11 and MVP. Uh, but... I think I think I think on down the line, Deshaun Watson can be in that conversation. I think a, a few more fixes on that offense. Bill O'Brien, he did a number to them, but I think they're going to be really good. Deshaun Watson, he produced eighty-eight percent of the Texans' offense. That is the most of any quarterback in NFL history. That Texans team is rough. That's unbelievable. It's crazy. He he is the Houston Texans, oh and I know you God. saw the video of JJ Watt apologizing, yeah. and that's a shame. It, it, Bill O'Brien's been they training. traded DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, that's Dalton. crazy. At worst, he's the third best receiver in the NFL. At worst. And you know what's At the funny? very worst. I don't know if you remember, but I defended that. You remember me saying that they're still going to be a great team? I, I, I wish I did remember An- so I foolish, could clown you. Another foolish mistake. But DeAndre, I can't even. For what? What did it cost? David everything. Johnson. David Johnson. It costed everything. Oh, oh, here's another one, Dalton. They have the third pick this year in the NFL draft. You know who gets to make that? The Miami, the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. Have fun. Have fun in 2021, Houston Texans. How about the Miami Dolphins? They're, they're oh, going to build yeah. themselves a oh, nice yeah. little team there. I feel bad. You know, I know we'll get to it later in the episode, them not making the playoffs, but the future is very bright in Miami. Now, finally, before we get on the scores, I'm going to ask one more thing about the Houston Texans. Because the whole video of J.J. apologizing to Sean, J.J.'s been very unhappy. The rumor is this was J.J.'s last game in a Houston Texans uniform. So I'm going to ask you, was that J.J. Watt's last game, in your opinion? And do you could you see Deshaun asking for a trade? Was J.J. is he a free agent or is he still under contract? This is it's either his last year this year or next year. But he's they did not uh, they didn't give him a new contract, so I think he's about to become a free agent soon. Okay, well, if he's gonna be a free agent, then yes, I I, I would say that it probably is his last game. Um, if he's not, I, I don't see him getting traded. Uh, simply so that the Houston Texans fans don't riot. Um, <laughs> I, you know, obviously trades have not gone well in, uh, in the Texans' favor lately, so I don't think they would trade J.J. Watt. And that brings me to my next comment. They're definitely not trading Deshaun Watson. That is their golden goose. He's the ticket back to the promised land. Uh, not that they were ever really ever in the promised land, but maybe Will Fuller comes back. Maybe they can get another stud receiver. Uh, fix that offensive line situation and uh, hopefully put together a real big boy defense because this year it was a joke. Now the three spots for J.J. Watt that has been kind of rumored, either go home to Green Bay with his family, follow his brothers in Pittsburgh, or go to Chicago where his wife is. Those three options, where do you think the more likely spot he would land? Honestly, first of all, you're right. His wife played on a Houston team, a Houston soccer team. She's a professional soccer player, and she played on the Houston team, and they traded her. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like, just as a, you know, as a as a soccer club, you have to keep your star NFL player's wife on the team. I mean, good <laughs> lord. 
So yeah, I guess he'll. I guess he would go to Chicago first. I mean, he's gonna be. You know, he's got to be with the wife. Man, JJ Watt, Khalil Mack, that could be a little dangerous. Raekwon Smith, Khalil Mack, JJ Watt, couple doggy dogs. Come on now. Now Chicago's a playoff team. They have a game this weekend, dog. We we gonna get into that. They play this weekend. (laughs) The Chicago Bears. Mitchell Trubisky is starting a playoff game this week. Well, you know how the Bears had to get in. Oh, I know. My boys had to lose. Yeah, no. We're gonna talk about that. I'm Wait, your boys had to lose. Arizona had to lose. Oh, not the Packers. Man, I was about to say, I was like, well, they played. My the other boys. Oh, my yeah. My other boys. My yeah, boys are red. Arizona pulled the uh, the old choke and don't make the playoffs trick, yeah. and they did it well. But we're gonna talk about it. Let's roll into some scores. Let's get into some scores that don't matter. Minnesota, Detroit. Minnesota gets to win. Finish off the season with a win. Detroit. Man, Matthew Stafford. What a waste of a career. Great I think that's. It. I think that was his last Detroit game. You think so? No, you think no, retirement no, or you think no, trade? No, no, no. Listen to this. Listen to this. Said this to my dad. This is this is a hot, hot take. This is a steamy take. You know who he could quarterback for? And and they would be the same team they are right now. I haven't said this to you, so I'm looking at your face. I'm, 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 I'm excited to say it because if this were to come true, I'm Notre Dame. Period. Matthew Stafford, New Orleans Saints. Ooh. Ooh. The rumor is I, Drew Brees is out. Oh, I think he's gone. Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Stafford he he's a he's a gunslinger, better arm than Drew Brees. Maybe not as as efficient, but still can get the job done. I mean, it's not. It doesn't take a genius to dump it off to Alvin Kamara. Now, does he wear number nine? Ooh, no, no. What, I wonder what he wore. Uh, he wore seven in college, so that'd be Taysom Hill. Not nah, a new number. They new wouldn't number, let him wear nine. Yeah, that'd be disrespectful. Nine is out. Man, but yeah, I, Matthew Stafford to the Saints. But, you know, with the Saints, we, we brought up this question before. You don't think they're going to pick a quarterback in this draft? Because there's a lot of great quarterbacks that are going to be in this draft. Or do you think they could trade for a free agent uh, quarterback? Well, I, I don't. They could draft a quarterback. I just don't see. They're not going to be able to get a guy high enough. Uh, to be the immediate starter, I don't think. And Taysom and Hill's not your franchise. He's not my franchise. I, I think that his success comes from the, you know, the art of surprise, uh, or the element of surprise, excuse me. But it's not Jameis Winston either, I don't think. They don't obviously they don't have much confidence in him or else he'd have been playing uh, while Drew Brees was absent. And so yeah, I think, you know, maybe they go get Matthew Stafford, maybe they go get Matt Ryan. Maybe they go oh, get Matt Jimmy Ryan. Garoppolo. I don't know. Carson Wentz. Carson a lot of, he, lot of, he, apparently he's asking for a trade. A lot, a lot of, of names seasoned out there. vets that will be looking for a new home next season is my guess. New Orleans era. They're in that run for the Super Bowl. They beat Carolina 33-7. to There's been a couple rumors, little scares. Apparently there's some COVID-19 troubles with the running back room that maybe they couldn't play, maybe they're going to play. How much of an effect will that have? They're playing the Bears in the wild card who barely made it in. If the if Alvin Kamara is out, how much of an effect will that have on this Saints offense? Well, thank God Alvin Kamara didn't get Corona in Week 16 for my fantasy football Super Bowl. Oh uh, man, you know I gave him the week off in 17. You know I let it whatever COVID. Hope you're okay. Hope you're ready for the playoffs. But I don't think it affects the Saints very much at all as far as beating the Bears. Now they're not going to win a Super Bowl or go much farther without Alvin Kamara or their running back room, but. I do not think the Bears have any type of shot whatsoever. I'll be honest. I mean, they, it's their defense that's kept them in this season. Their offense has been struggling. The Saints have signed former Packer Ty Montgomery, a receiver turned running back, just in case. They have some practice squad guys ready. They're waiting for the, for the Saints results to come back to see if they can play. Because of contact tracing, if one of them is positive, that whole running back room is going to be out. 
They have a couple backups. You might even see Taysom Hill playing some running back. We're going to have to see. The Bears could pull off a miracle and beat the Saints. Kind of hope that happens because then we'll probably be playing the Bears. And then we have a straight shot to the Super Bowl. We, as in the Green Bay Packers, we're going to see about that. We're going to keep you updated on that on Twitter. Moving on, some more scores. New England, they finish off the year beating the Jets 28-14. Jets, who are the Jets drafting? Now, Justin Fields, he's Justin been Fields. moving around. You think so? Yeah. No, I, I mean, we talked about that earlier. And I think I think that he showed the other night that he, he deserves to be, you know, right after Trevor Lawrence. So, speaking of quarterbacks in the draft, we've talked about this before. The rankings was Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. After that performance that Justin Fields has, are you putting him over Trey Lance? Yeah, yeah, no, I am. And I and I think that, you know, probably not playing this fall hurt Trey Lance a little bit. I think he's, you know, the third, fourth, fifth guy now. You know, Zach Wilson, Kyle Trask, Mac Jones. I'd say it's it's preference. It's it's preference by, you know, whatever the NFL team thinks about those individual guys. You could kind of place them wherever you want in my mind. Uh but Trey Lance, he, he you know he's probably still a first rounder in yeah. my book. And a couple of mock drafts have him going to Denver. What's your reaction to Trey Lance playing for the Denver Broncos? Well, I I never understood where the Drew Locke hype was. You know he kind of he rapped a song at the end of a game one time, and now he's a up and coming rising star in the NFL. I, I never saw it. Uh, don't even remember him at Missouri. And so, yeah, fire up fire up the Trey Lance talks. Going to be really fun. Either him or Zach Wilson. Somebody's going to, going to go to the Denver Broncos. We're going to see. It's cool to see an FCS guy in such high rankings. But we do not know where he's going to end up. Draft is coming soon. And other scores, Atlanta and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay get the win 44-27. to Tom Brady trying to make that playoff run. He's going to run into the Packers eventually if, uh, if he wins his wild card. It's going to be a, could be a fun matchup. Miami and Buffalo. Oh, man, what a shame. We wanted Miami to go to the playoffs. Buffalo's dominate 56 to 26. Buffalo, what's your what's your opinion on Buffalo in this little playoff run they're about to make? We uh we'll get to it eventually. Uh you know, you and I talked the other night and uh so you know you know what I think about Buffalo and I think that they're going to play in the AFC title game this year. I think it's I think it's going to be Buffalo versus KC. Uh I think that KC is ultimately the uh huge favorite in the AFC to go to the Super Bowl, but Buffalo and Josh Allen they got some moxie. They're opening. Hey, they're op- Bills Mafia is opening up mm. seven thousand fans for playoff games. Oh no! And they locked up that second seed, so they'll they'll be the home team until uh, they play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. So who knows, man? Buffalo, they might make a run. Could be a great game. Now the next one, you know, we normally do them first. I wanted you to take a little bit, take a breather, think about it, stretch it out, get some water. But here we are. Dallas Cowboys against the Giants. And what you thought was the game, you thought it was time. What a comeback. What a year. Unfortunately, the New York Giants win 23-19. Humph, this is a good Giants game or is this a bad Cowboys game? Talk to me about what happened They both suck, first off. Uh, Honestly, in the end, I'm glad we lost because what the Eagles pulled on Sunday Night Football was a mockery of, of all humanity in the game of football so I'm glad that I didn't get my hopes up just to turn it on to uh, NBC Sunday Night Football and be destroyed by (laughs) Doug Peterson absolutely heartbroken you know I mean (laughs) embarrassing to say the least I coach Archer if you're listening I'm disappointed in you I I expected you to get the Eagles to play their best uh, and they did it was a joke 
it was it was embarrassing. Social media is out for the city of Philadelphia's head. And props to Washington. You know, they won. They were the best team of a crappy division. Um, I guess the only silver lining, the only the only upside of Cowboys losing is we got the 10th pick now. You know, so that's great. Maybe, maybe go get an stud interior lineman, a shutdown DB. I don't know. New quarterback. You think that's funny? <laughs> you think that's funny? I'm just saying, hey. Cam Newton, not signed a new deal with New England. That spot's wide we, open. We are not interested. Oh, my me. goodness. We're not interested. Hot take season. Dak is going to be a Patriot. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You could draft someone else, you know, let Dak do his thing in New England, win a couple more Super Bowls. Dynasty over New Jerry England. Jones, Jerry Jones actually said today that Dak uh, has a lot of leverage in the in the contract talks. I mean, he earned it. Uh, yeah, I think so. He I mean, the it. injury scares me, but... Everything, everything I'm seeing is positive. I mean, I, I saw him walking, you know, without crutches, uh, so that that's positive. I, I'm I'm optimistic, you know. I'm not not gonna sit here and say ah we're gonna win Super Bowl next year, blah blah blah. But if I see one more tweet about how we should trade Zeke, Amari, Jalen Smith, and see how our younger guys do, how old are they, Dalton? They're 25 years old. But hold on, hold no, on. No, no, they are twenty five years old. They are, but they're not even started in their prime. They're not. I don't care, dude. It makes me so mad seeing that you're literally you're trading the next seven eight years of good times that we have with our stud players because our quarterback's leg almost got amputated. But hold on, are For we one calling Jalen Smith a stud? Yes, he kind of had an off year. Ah, let me let me pull up the stats. You you keep talking about who is a stud and who's not a stud. And let me is, let me pull up Jalen Smith's stats. This is my thing too, with with the whole Zeke thing. You have a you great, watch what you say. You have a you great watch what you say about backup my son. running back and Tony Pollard. He's yes, you, you you use the right word. A great backup running back who just needs his chance. And you're not paying him as much as you're paying Zeke. If you can trade Zeke for some some key players and you have a great, what are we going to trade him for? A know. safety. An, an offensive uh, lineman. A we were corner? missing. We were missing four starting offensive linemen this year. Eventually, and you're blaming that And you're stop with the quarterback stuff. Look, Tony you're, Pollard is a is a he's a good player. He he's should a, be a starting running back somewhere, and it should be for Dallas. You you don't mean that. I do. No, you don't. Zeke, you 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 can't possibly think that he's better than Ezekiel. I, I did not say he's better than Zeke, but what you're paying Zeke compared to what you're paying Tony Pollard, who does just as well. He does just as well. Do I need to pull up the stats on that? And I think if Tony you, Pollard had one game, and everyone's freaking out. The whole world's on fire. I'm just saying. So what happens next year when Zeke has a full offensive line, his starting quarterback is back, and Zeke blows up? What happens then? I mean, oh, is it worth it? It's, it's is all the money worth it? We, I'm glad we didn't trade him last year. Blah blah blah. It just it feels like that's how it works with the Cowboys, man. When things are going good, you know everybody want to talk about how oh man everything's going good. But one thing goes bad, and oh, we should just jump ship, trade the whole team. It's just the, Amari style, Cooper, the style of bust. offense that I see out of Dallas is is a runoff. It was not a run offense. It is a throw offense. And now that you have such a great receiving core, you don't need a a running back that you're paying this much money if you're going to be throwing the ball as much as y'all do. You know what I'm saying? So you have a running back. Yeah, but that, you're talking about how we're not paying Tony Pollard. We're not playing Michael Gallup right now. We're not playing CeeDee Lamb right now. And so... But CeeDee Lamb's still on his rookie contract. So is Michael Gallup. I'm just saying. So is Tony Pollard. You're going to have a lot more cap space if you get rid of the, the Well, yeah. If, if, if we trade away all our good players, yes, we will have more cap space. The Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they're going to have more cap space without Patrick Mahomes. They're not going to trade him just because it's expensive. That's true. 
But the, the, the players you can get... I need everyone you, to just calm down, okay? I need everyone to calm down. I'm tired of seeing it on Twitter. If, if you say to trade Zeke one more time, I'm slapping you upside your head. Not you, but metaphorically okay. to the world. Now, this is where... Have you seen my house? I have. I, I, I mean... The fat head. Yes. Big it's, dog. Big doggy dog. It's like, a, it's like a like a 10-foot tall mural to Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. If the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, I will name my first son Ezekiel. Is that a next year? No, two no, seriously. Hey, in all seriousness, uh two years ago, I actually signed like a like a fake contract saying that exact thing. If they if they won the Super Bowl that year, then I would name my first wow. son Ezekiel. Wow. Yeah. That's how that's how that's never gonna happen. Now uh, here no. here is where Zeke staying is important. And this is where my theory comes. When Dak becomes a, a patriot, now it doesn't even make sense. Let's keep Zeke. Where are you getting that? I'm kind of from from the from the king's head that's that's undefeated in picks that's always winning that hasn't lost in picks yet that's where it's coming from. So while you look up uh, more stats, I'm gonna run through some other scores of games that do not matter. I'm talking about the Packers. They did matter. We needed that number one spot. We got it. We beat the Bears 35 to 16. We look great. Robert Tanyan looks great. Devontae Adams looks great. Our defense looks great. We have a running back that we don't pay a lot that does great, Aaron Jones. He's leaving next year. No, he's not. He's, he's going to stay. We're going to pay the man a, a, no, good, but, but you're a, a pass, fair you're, amount of money. You're a pass-first team. You can't pay a running back. Well, apparently— Your quarterback just threw for 50 touchdowns. You're not a run team. You can't that's pay, fine, because guess you what? You can't pay a running back. We have a great backup in A.J. Dillon who yeah, can carry the you're, weight. You're right. You drafted a second-rounder, You drafted a second rounder, and you're going to sit here and tell me that you're keeping Aaron Jones? I mean, no sir. If if he, no, sir. I think he loves he's being leaving. in Green Bay. And he's, he's a New York Jet. He's a, a jet. Mi- he's a Miami Dolphin. Ooh, a he, Dolphin. He's a he's an Atlanta Falcon. He's one of those. Ooh. But he's gone. Dallas Cowboy. No. Why, y'all, what? That isn't it. Y'all get rid of Zeke. I'm pick done. up Aaron Jones. Ooh, you're right, and pay him slightly less. Hey, you never know. Tony Pollard. He's I'm the out. truth. Let's and trade all our let's trade all our 25 year olds for 23 year olds. Hey, I think Tony that's Pollard for offensive. Player of the year next year. That is come on now. I'm not even looking at you. Let's go on some more scores. Seattle, they get the win over the 49ers. They're gonna be in the playoffs. 49ers, they need a bounce back year next year. They had a lot of injuries in the beginning that ruined them. Baltimore, they beat Cincinnati 38 to 3. Everyone saw that coming. They have a big wild card game against the Titans. The Titans, they beat Houston 41 to 38 in a shootout. They needed that win to clinch the AFC South and they got it. Houston fought for everything. They fought for their lives. Deshaun Watson fought for his life. They lost. J.J. Watt might be the last game as a Texan. Who knows? Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Now, I know you're a little upset about your Cowboys, but in good news, the Cleveland Browns, they're in the playoffs. We love to see it. We love to see yep. Baker Mayfield make his promise come true. He was going to change the culture. He gets the win. How? Talk to me about this game and talk to me about the Cleveland Browns. Well, you know, I, I'm an honorary Cleveland Brown fan. I always have been. I went to went to Cleveland in their stadium. Um Two breaks ago, I think. Two, yeah, uh, two springs ago, I went. Uh, you know, awesome time. Uh, really, really cool area. Cool fan base. But yeah, the 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 playoff drought. You know, absolutely unbelievable. If you stay loyal to the Browns, props to you. But uh, it's been a fun year. You know, Nick Chubb's awesome. Kareem Hunt's awesome. You lose Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry comes through. But you know, Baker Mayfield. You know, he's proved that he's the franchise guy. I think. I, I think that he is a. He is a Cleveland Brown for the long run, and I'm really happy for them that they made the playoffs. Now they play the Steelers again in Whoops. the wild card. One and done. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, some some news that have been going around. Apparently, head coach 
and one significant player both have corona. They won't say who that player is yet. That could be a big deal if they, what if it's Baker? Man, what <laughs> if get me by sixty or Nick Chubb? Oh god! Significant at least they player, had Miles Garrett. They, there's so many significant players they have that could affect this whole game. And they're playing the Steelers again. Probably angry. And uh, you know, Corvette, Corvette. We love you. So they they're gonna play the Steelers two weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna lose. They're they're gonna Cleveland Browns it. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, but they got there, and that's no. I I agree. Being there is everything for them. I'm happy that they made it, but yeah, I don't see them winning. But let's hope. But you said you're you're an honorary Browns fan. I'm an honorary Arizona Cardinals fan. But they lost to the John Wofford. Los Angeles Rams, 18-7. Isn't that what he is? An accountant? Yeah. That's his LinkedIn profile? Yeah. Kyler Murray goes out with an injury, tries to come back in the end of the game, doesn't work out. Work out. The Rams, they're in the playoffs against the Seahawks with John Wofford. Wow, that's going to be rough. We're going to pick Wait, up. Wait, so golf's not playing for sure? I'm not sure for sure, but the rumor is no Oof. because he had surgery on that Oof. thumb. But if I'm him, I'm getting in there and doing it. Um, Washington, Philadelphia, we talked about that game. The the Philadelphia Eagles Eagles they tanked on purpose twenty to fourteen in in a controversial game. We're not gonna talk about that much. I know you're pretty angry about that. Even though the Dallas loss is still something you don't like to see. Las Vegas they beat Denver thirty two to thirty one. Las Vegas our little underdog didn't make the playoffs. Got They're gonna be good going forward. They got a good future ahead of them. Yep. Now let me ask you this: uh, There's a certain player on the Las Vegas Raiders, Jason Witten. What do you think is going to happen with him? Is it, was this his uh, well, last year? He should year? have retired three years ago. Or is he going to keep going? No, it's his last year, especially because he is beyond second fiddle uh, in that tight end room because, let me just say this, they got a doggy dog at tight end, and his name is Darren Waller. That I, th- I guy, think that's also why they brought Witten in is to kind wow. of be a, He's unbelievable. a mentor towards him. Maybe, maybe one of my favorite players to watch in the NFL this year. I mean, he's been a stud. Unbelievable. And, and what a great tight end to look to look at and get advice like Jason Witten. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I one mean, I, best, I feel like he was ever. more there to be a coach rather than a player. He still got, you know, got a little bit, a couple catches here and there, a couple yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, a couple but, catches. Uh, that's your boy. Don't, no, it's don't my boy. Like, it's my like boy, like, but, but I, I couldn't believe that he didn't retire a Cowboy. I mean, he wanted a ring, and he knew it wasn't going to be in Dallas. Yeah, so he went to Las Vegas Raiders. They had a lot of rings. They were close. They were close. Should have went to Green Bay. We need a tight end. How was Las Vegas close? They almost made the, the playoffs. Same, same amount of wins as Dallas. They could have made. They could have had a good run. They surprised. They surprised us this whole season. Almost only counts in hand grenades and horseshoes. Just like the so Dallas Cowboys. Just like the Dallas Cowboys. Let's do two more scores. The Chiefs. They they lose to the Chargers thirty eight to twenty one. I don't think Patrick Mahomes played right. Did not play. He did not. We're getting ready for a no good playoff run. You know what? Good good for the Chargers getting the win. Doesn't really count. And then finally, the Indianapolis Colts. They beat the Jags twenty eight to fourteen. Trevor Lawrence Jags and Urban Meyer Jags. Hey, I've actually I want to I want to talk about the Jaguars uh, as a coaching you know position. Uh, I had a question on my Twitter a couple days ago, and you brought up the Chargers. What's the most appealing um, coach opening in your mind? You've got the Chargers, you got the Jaguars, you got the Falcons, the Lions, just to name a few. But what what, what do you think about that? The Texans. Man, you think about who's on the team. You think of living location. There's a lot of things, you know, Los Angeles Chargers. The, yeah, Los Angeles Chargers. You're living in L.A. You have, you have a great young quarterback that, that's a franchise quarterback, and they have a great defense, Joey Bosa. And then you have the Jacksonville Jaguars, who's probably going to get Trevor Lawrence. You're in Jacksonville. You're a great place. Houston, Deshaun Watson, a great quarterback. So there's a lot of good places, but... You know, according to you, the Jacksonville Jaguars looks like a great place to be a head coach at. Um, I'm, I'm really behind it. I told you the other day, 
six and ten next season, nine and seven wild card the season after that. Trevor Lawrence, first overall pick. They have another first rounder, the Rams, wherever they finish for the Jalen Ramsey trade. They had two first rounders last year, one before that. And so that's five first rounders in three seasons. They have the most cap space in the NFL going into 2021. You've got an undrafted rookie free agent running back that rushed for over 1,000 yards. You've got DJ Chark, LaVisca Chenault, Colin Colin Johnson, Keelan Cole. A lot of people. I don't know, Dalton. I I don't know. I'm excited about it. I think think the Jacksonville Jaguars could really make some noise next season. And also, too, if Urban Meyer ends up going to Jacksonville, no head coaching experience in the NFL, how do you think he will do? It's a, it's a whole different ball game coaching a college game and coaching the NFL. Do you think he'll be just as successful? Well, it's hard to say because you're right. They are two different animals. But uh, I, I definitely think that it could be a, a good change for him. You know, I know he had some, I don't know, mental problems, some stress problems in mm-hmm. college, maybe – Maybe NFL will be easier on him. You know, I don't. It's kind of a game manager type deal in the NFL. You're not really hard coaching players, or you know, you don't have to go out and recruit or anything like that. You got to make you know business decisions more more times than not. And and I think he'd be think he'd be going into a good situation. Could be really interesting. Trevor Lawrence probably going to be a Jacksonville Jaguar. They might make a run in a couple years. We're just going to have to find out. Let's get to our pick 'em. We got the wild card playoffs. First game we're going to do is the Tampa Bay Bucks. Versus the Washington football team. Tom Brady trying to be the GOAT still. Make his run with a new team. New offense. New coach. Against the Washington football team. No one thought they were going to make it. NFC East All-Star team. So, Humph, give me your pick. Bucks or Washington? Well, first off, Chase Young calling out Tom Brady this week. Hey. Bold move. That's a big boy, though. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. I mean, I do not see that paying off uh, as the... uh, Dodgeball movie quote goes, but uh, whew, Bucks by a hundred in this one. Washington has an awesome defensive front seven, you know, really fun to watch on defense, but they are a train wreck on offense. Who's their quarterback this week? Alex, Alex Smith, Smith, Taylor Heineke. I don't even know who those guys are. Does Taylor McLaren play? How what's Antonio Gibson gonna do? I just don't see it. The Buccaneers are gonna win. Antonio Brown, wow, what a week this last week. Chris Godwin finally breaks out. Mike Evans kind of got banged up, but Bruce Arians says that 80% Mike Evans is better than 100% of a lot of receivers in the NFL. Could it be a right off into the sunset playoff run by Tom Brady? I don't know. I mean, it will until he reaches Green Bay. That's who, So if I'm pretty sure that if the, the highest seed wins each game, uh, and Tampa Bay wins, they would play Green Bay the next round. And that's a game that that's I'm gonna be a good one. excited to see after what they one. did to us in the regular season. Now, look, I think Chase Young will get to Tom Brady. I think he's going to get to him a lot. Yeah, sure. But but that's not going to affect how no, this game is going to go. No. The Buccaneers are going to win this game. Their defense is still really strong. Their offense is good. Tom Brady finally gets control, and he he runs that offense. And does what he does. Tom Brady is the, the most winningest quarterback of all time. He's not the GOAT. Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT. We're going to find out in a GOAT versus GOAT matchup. I don't, I don't see us picking any of these games today different. I think we're going to have the same card at the end of this. Yeah, until I pick the Bears. Okay, only, well, I'll let you do that. Only pick the Bears you. so they can play the Packers I will, and we'll have a great game. <laughs> I will let you pick the Bears if you if you so choose. Next game up is what I just talked about. The Bears versus the Saints. Now the whole rumor, running back rumors, but it looks like they're all going to be there. But You never know. Drew Brees, probably his last time playing in a Saints uniform this year, or this uh, this season will be his last. Will they make the run? Will it be his uh, little swan song? Or the Bears make an upset? Humph, what's your pick? 
what did I say? Bucks by 100? Is that yeah. what I said? Saints by 200. Oh. It's going to be bad. I mean, they're in the Superdome. It's not going to be pretty. I don't see it going good for the Bears at all. Fun defense. David Montgomery is is lighting the league on fire at the moment. Allen Robinson, he needs to get out of there. He's a great receiver. He's being underused. Mitchell Trubisky, you know, hey, he's better than Nick Foles, I'll say. He's had a better year than Nick Foles had to start the season. But, yeah, you know, props to the Bears for making the playoffs, but it's a Saints Super Bowl, Super Bowl run type here. So you ready for this, huh? You ready for my take here? You're not going to pick the Bears. No, I'm not. Saints are going to win. Tom, or not Tom Brady. Drew Brees, I mean, he's going to want to. This is his last time. So he's going to make it a couple. He's going to make it far. But You really think so? You really think this is it for Drew Brees? I think so. I do too. I think breaking, what, nine ribs? I think, this, I think the uh, punctured lung is really kind of the, yeah. kind of the cherry on top for, for riding off into the sunset. It, it's going to be a great run for him. You know, just like Tom Brady, it'll die in Green Bay under the hand of Aaron Rodgers. But you know what? Great for Drew Brees. Just like him, the whole his whole career, always right behind Aaron Rodgers. But good for him. He's going to make a good run. Look, I picked Chiefs-Saints Super Bowl in the very beginning. So if that happens, look, I'm a genius. And that just shows how good my pickums are. But the Saints are going to win by a lot. And Drew Brees' career will die in Green Bay. But you know what? He had a good run. Our next one, our final NFC wild card is the Rams versus Seahawks. Were you able to find out if Jared Goff is playing this game, or is it John Wofford? So it, it looks like um, his status is still up in the air, but reports are saying that it's going to be tough for him to play this week. Mm. I mean, a thumb's hard, especially especially for a quarterback. Oh, for a quarterback, it's everything. So bad quarterback, John Wofford versus the Seahawks. Seahawks been struggling, but there's still Russell Wilson and that offense, DK Metcalf. Who's your pick for this game? You want to hear a fun fact? I want to hear a fun fact. Russell Wilson has never received an MVP vote. I mean, you see what ever. happens. But he's always never received one. He has the first eight weeks like he did this season, and he's still not going to receive one because he's, had, he's been terrible the last month. Yeah, that back half was awful. Oh, it was awful. I mean, it was, it was simply terrible. I mean, we were talking about Russell Wilson is going to, the, in the first week, it was outright. Like, there was no competition. Oh, yeah. No, and I now know. he's not even in the picture. The first month we said that. Yeah. Seahawks are going to win. I would have picked him even if the Rams had Jared Goff, uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Bobby Wagner, Jamal Adams, just to name a few star players. Seahawks are going to win. They're going to get to the second round. And this team's good enough to go all the way. I mean, they are. If, if, if Russell Wilson is on, they can play in the Super Bowl. It's just a matter if he does it or not. Yeah, I'm going Seahawks as well. I think they're going to make a good run too. Um, if they make it to Green Bay, it'll die in Green Bay. But uh, Russell Wilson, he's still one of the better quarterbacks in the league. DK Metcalf is an animal. And they have a decent defense to get it done. And, man, even if Jared Goff plays, he's going to struggle. And John Wofford, whew, man. He's, didn't they sign Blake Bortles, too, from the practice squad? I believe so. So, I mean, you're back as Blake Bortles. Yikes. Uh, poor Rams. They had a good season. They surprised a lot of us. Didn't think they were going to be as good as they were. And maybe they'll, they'll come back next year. Jared Goff a little healthy. They're going to get things done, but this year is the Seahawks. But all NFC dies in Green Bay because we're going to the Super Bowl. doesn't matter where the first round. We get a bye, so uh, we'll see the Packers later. Let's go into the AFC wild card. First matchup, and this is a good one. We have the Colts versus the Bills. Josh Allen has been throwing it everywhere, but your Colts. You're, I, I feel like you can't not pick Jonathan Taylor <laughs> and the Indianapolis Colts, but what's your pick for this one? So I So despite me wanting the Dolphins to make the playoffs – in my heart, I wanted it to be the Colts. I knew that they all couldn't make it, but the Colts have been my team this year, man. I am, I am, 
I got to be the number one Jonathan Taylor fan in the world. Yeah. In the world. Even in Indianapolis, I have to be the number one you fan. Can't, you can't My wear jersey's that jersey. On, it's on the way. You can't pick the Bills and wear that jersey. Well, I'm going to. Oh, no. But let me talk about the Colts first. Jonathan Taylor. You want a fun fact? Give me one. Number three. Finishes number three in rushing in the NFL this year. And he That's unbelievable. That's, what week was his first week starting? Well, it was back half, huh? Uh, I think he started a lot of the year, but you and I both know that his his share touches were, were completely rough, rough for yeah. a while. Third rusher in the league. He had 250 yards this week, two touchdowns. I mean, you were yelling at the Colts at one point on air about oh, I want I want I was I was calling for Frank Reich's head. Yeah. Period. What a what a great story. What an awesome story. And that's your boy. Next He's year my 6th round pick next year. 6th round. But He's a first rounder easily. But you're picking the Bills. I'm picking the you Bills. You can't no, have I'm, that picking, I'm, I'm picking the Bills. Uh, oh, man. It, it was a fun year for the Colts. I love Darius Leonard. You know, uh, Phillip Rivers, it's his last year, unfortunately. But Bills Mafia is, they're looking, they have Super Bowl, Super Bowl aspirations this year. And Josh Allen is one of the one of the future quarterbacks of the NFL. Stephon Diggs, what an incredible season out of him. Number one in the league in yards. Number one in the league in catches. I mean, you know. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs was a match made in heaven. Uh, ooh, could Aaron Jones go to the Bills? They don't have a running back. Maybe. Ooh. But he's ooh. staying with the Packers. He's not. not. Anyways, Bills are going to win. They, they, they won a Super Bowl. They got to beat Indianapolis, you know, for the for to get that. And it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm going Bills as well. Uh, they've been building that defense for a lot of years. Yep. Uh, most of their picks have been D-linemen, linebackers, and cornerbacks. That defense is stout. Josh Allen, I think he's third in the MVP race behind Mahomes and Rodgers. Probably. Uh, I think it's going to be close, though. I think Indianapolis is going to put up a fight. That defense is really good. Cole's defensive coordinator interviewed for the head coaching job at Houston. So really? So maybe we see him in Houston. Don't know how that how Deshaun will feel about that. I know he wants an offensive mind in there. But uh, give me the Bills. Josh Allen is hot. And I think Josh Allen could surprise a lot of people playing the Chiefs. We might even see an upset. But the Bills, a lot of bad luck in the Super Bowl. Hopefully, Oof. if they make it, if they're going to lose to the Packers. But... Hopefully it's a fun game. A great matchup between Rodgers and Josh Allen, but they got to get there first. Hey, you know who they lost back-to-back Super Bowls to, right? Who? Dallas Cowboys. Oh. Just saying. Man. Just saying. My dad was there at one of them. Long time Speaking ago. of my dad, we got a little treat for y'all in a couple weeks. Uh, apparently, we're going to have a special guest for our Super Bowl episode. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get into that later, but we've got the Super Bowl historian whisperer. Yeah, gonna be a on the genius show. of the game. I mean, like a, a a scholar, if you will. He has a PhD in Super Bowls, so we'll we'll get into that later. But uh, we're we're definitely excited. Yeah, keep an eye on that Super Bowl episode is going to be fun, especially if my boys can get in. What a great episode! That, that would be a good episode if they made it. We might even have to live stream the game just to see my pain oh, if we that, get murdered. Dude, that's a good idea. Let's see about that. That we Packers got to get there first. I'm talking like we're already in there. But uh, a Packers-Bills matchup would be really fun. They've got to go through the Colts first, picking the Bills. Next matchup, we have the Ravens and Titans. They've met before. Seen this matchup once. Ravens and Titans, who's your pick for this one? Dalton, there's only been eight guys rush for 2,000 yards in the history of the NFL. One of those does not play for the Rams. He plays for the Tennessee Titans. Mm. And it's King Henry, doggy dog certified. He's been the doggy... He, He's probably doggy dog of the year, honestly. Yeah. We we I mean it seemed like every week we were we were clarifying him as a doggy dog. He's gonna run all over the Baltimore Ravens. I hope he does. I'm a big Titans fan. AJ Brown is my boy. Sam Houston State alum Derek Roberson 
outside linebacker for the Tennessee Titans. Ryan Tannehill does not get the respect he deserves. They're going to win this one, but unfortunately, they're probably going to have to play against the Chiefs next week. But I will take the Titans. I don't like the Ravens. Lamar Jackson's a running back. I don't care what what anybody says. I don't care. Titans win. I'm going Titans as well. And uh, Ravens, you know, after last year, they're going to want to get some revenge. It's not going to happen. Derrick Henry is a doggy dog. Was that last year that Derrick Henry ran all over them yeah. in the playoffs? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to happen again. That's when the Ravens were supposed to make the big run and, and make it to the Super Bowl. Titans stopped them dead in their tracks. They're going to do it again. Over under 140 yards, Derrick Henry. Oh, over for sure. Over? Oh, okay. For sure. Over under 175. Over. He'll he'll break wow. you. Wow. <laughs> he'll break you. I'll go I'll go one I'll go one sixty one sixty three. Derrick Henry, mark it. Now that you, happens, call me a genius. You want to hear a fun fact? You want me to throw a number out there for I you? I love facts. Ninety eight. Okay. You know who left uh who kept Derrick Henry at ninety eight rushing yards? <laughs> The Green Bay Packers did. Could, oh my uh, God! I, I could put the Green Bay Packers in every situation. We're running here. out of time, or I would give a perfect explanation of why that happened. I'm going the Titans. Yeah, the snow, whatever. Derrick Henry, he's angry about that Packers game. He's going to destroy the Ravens. Well, he had 500 yards rushing this week. <laughs> the final matchup, and I saved this for last because I love me my brownies and Baker Mayfield. The Browns and Steelers are playing again. The Browns just beat the Steelers in a good matchup. They're playing again. Steelers a little bit upset. The Browns are their little brother. Is it going to happen? Is the miracle going to continue, or is the Steelers going to stop it right here? Steelers win. We already said that. I know. I I hate it. I want the Browns to win. I love the Browns. Love Baker. Love, you know, Cleveland. But, no, Pittsburgh is big brother in this situation. Big Ben is going to get it done. It could be his last year. Talk about all these quarterbacks in their last year. Yeah. It's Phillip Rivers' last ride. It's Big Ben's last ride. It's Drew Brees' last ride. Could be Tom Brady's last ride. That's You know whose last big, ride it is. Ah, uh, anyways. Come on. Anyways, the Steelers are going to win this one. Awesome defense. Really dynamic players at receiver. You've got Juju, TikTok, Smith Schmooster. Corvette, Corvette. Yeah, you know, all that. I, I don't even want to get into that. Chase Claypool, Mapletron, the the, <laughs> the, the, the greatest nickname I've ever heard, Mapletron. Uh, who else? Deontay Johnson. At running back, they got James Conner. They got the Watt, one of the Watt brothers at, at, at defense. Sack leader. Defensive sack. player of the year going to be. You think so? I think so. Probably so. And he deserves it. He deserves that. But, yeah, Pittsburgh's going to win this one, I think, pretty handily. But awesome year for the Cleveland Browns. Man, uh, you know what they call Cleveland? You know, call? you know, it's LeBron, but what? they call it Believe Land. <laughs> and every time if I Cleveland, take it, the, if the Browns had LeBron, I would definitely take the Browns. What a what a tight end he would be! Stop it, lead the league. He'd be better than Kelsey. He would be a top three tight end, and I don't think he'd be two or three. Man, well, he's like what six nine? Like six nine two sixty? Yeah, he can move. But he's got he, a forty some inch vertical. But could he run someone over? You don't got to if you jump over them. That's true. Look, believe land. Every time I pick an upset, it happens. You're not picking. Cleveland. I gotta give them my good luck. You're not. Get, you're not picking. I Cleveland. love the Browns. You're lying. I love the Browns. You're lying. I love underdog stories. I love this story. Baker Mayfield promised you that he was gonna change lying. this culture, and everyone's like, no. People were saying, let's get rid Wait of Baker. For it. He's not gonna do it. Wait for it. I'm picking the Cleveland. Oh, Browns. you did I'm it. Doing it. You did it. I'm go- I'm oh, just- they're gonna win now. Let me let me just assure everyone <laughs> listening to Walk On Radio. 
Cleveland Browns are a lock. They're going to win this weekend. Dalton has done it all year. So props to you for picking the underdog. They're going to win now. Yeah, but if, if this significant player with COVID-19 comes out and it's a big player, I can't change your pick. You ain't changing your pick. I got to eat it. But <laughs> I want this run to keep going. I want them to keep – I want them to beat everybody. I want them in the Super Bowl. I want a Browns-Packers Super Bowl. I, really I want do. a Browns-Cowboys Super Bowl. That would be the perfect one. You got, you got a lot of years for that one. <laughs> You know, hey, Super Bowl MVP, Tony Pollard. Come on now. But I'm going with the Browns, Cleveland. They they just got to do exactly what they did this week, and they can beat the Steelers again. Do it, my Browns. I believe in you. You're the new Arizona Cardinals. Cleveland Browns. Let's and let's end this episode. We got playoff game, national championship picture. We keep on rambling. You talked about the Cowboys for 35 minutes. <laughs> so give me your final thoughts before we end this episode. My final thoughts are that I'm excited to watch playoff football. I'm excited to watch the national championship. But you know what I'm most excited about, Dalton Meyer? What are you most excited about? Bearcat football, baby. I was about to say, we're it playing football. It is soon, baby. Oh, man. It's happening. We're, I'm tired of talking about it. I'm ready to do it. I'm excited. We're keeping episodes rolling all through the spring, bringing you the best FCS coverage in the nation, and we're pumped. we got a lot of things planned for you guys, but – Nonetheless, we are really excited for Sam Houston State football. Yeah, really excited. We're going to be playing. We're going to be watching all things football. You know how we do it here at Walk On Radio. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next time.